0: Hi, welcome to the Feminization Boudoir Podcast by Candy Apple Press. I am your host, Kylie Gable, and uh, this one's going to be more of an old-fashioned show where we have no interview tonight. Uh, We're going to get right into the audio, but I want to explain it a little bit. This particular audio is called Reunion, and it's a sequel to another audio that has appeared on this show called Mean Girls and Mermaids. Mean Girls and Mermaids is a story of a guy named Eric Kumiapis. And on Senior Class Picture Day, the girls who pick on him and call him Ariel because he has red hair decide to dress him up as Ariel for Senior Class Pictures. Actually, Ariel Come In My Pants is the name they they give. And um, they even... um, put him in an intricate mermaid bondage at one point in the story. Um, I recorded it originally on Audible, but I don't particularly like it when people buy stuff on Audible because my cut is so tiny there. It's one of the few that I actually got the rights to take elsewhere. So um, Mean Girls and Mermaids, it's available on Clips for Sale, and I believe I want Clips as well. And it's voiced by a just a wonderful voiceover person and um we uh you know it was pretty successful and after a while i decided to do a sequel and in this sequel eric is now a successful businessman coming back for his high school reunion and he is determined to get the best kind of revenge he knows how and that is by showing off what a big success he is he finds that the girl who used to bully him the most is now working as a stripper and he goes to visit her at work i can tell you from my own experience and i'm sure some of you have your own experiences too if you've ever been feminized and dominated by a girl in your younger days you might hate her at the time but a lot of times she winds up creeping into all your fantasies in my case i didn't hate her at the time it was amanda and you know if you've been reading my college stories or listening to them you know uh, she did a lot of pretty mean stuff to me, but I loved it. And, you know, to this day, she's still a part of my sexual fantasies. And if she called me up and said, get over here, I'm going to hogtie you and do horrible things to you. I would, you know, be breaking the speed limit to get there. So that's the sort of situation that Eric is in, even if he won't admit it to himself. You know, he, he hates this girl. But she is still the one. So without further ado, this is kind of a longer story, so you get a longer clip. It's a 30-minute clip from about a 55-minute story. It's Reunion, and it's a sequel to Mean Girls and Mermaids. It's voiced by Shayla Aspasia, who is doing like a tremendous amount of work getting audio out to us. I hope I hope you're happy with, with what she's doing. I think it's amazing. Uh, I know I've used her a lot this year, but I also have some other... Audio's coming up from some different women who are also equally amazing, but uh, I think Shayla does a great job with this one. I think it's one of her betters. So, without further ado, it's Reunion, written by me, with a audio reading by Shayla Aspasia.
1: The conversation was becoming awkward. She didn't seem to remember how she had made his life so difficult. She was ruining his payback for not understanding it for what it was. He remembered all the times they put him in a dress for the senior class pictures and the way he had to hide that he was wearing panties from his parents. How could she not remember any of it? He intercepted her again at closing time. The sun was coming up across the parking lot, but he had no real responsibilities during this trip. As the bouncers eyed him wearily, he approached her again. Hey, Allie. Oh, hi, she responded, somewhat startled. Um, Eric, right? That's right, he nodded. Would you like to go for coffee or something? Oh, I'm sorry, she smiled. You do seem like a really sweet guy, but I have a rule. Never go out with the customers. "'Oh, but look, it's not a date, and I'm not just another customer. "'I'm an old friend from high school,' argued Eric. "'Come on, that's my car over there,' he pointed out a silver convertible, "'pressing the key fob so that the car beeped. "'Oh, nice ride,' she said, smiling and thoughtful. "'I'll tell you what, if you let me drive, I'll go for coffee with you.' "'All right, you've got yourself a deal,' he agreed, tossing her the car keys." Snatching them nonchalantly out of the air with one hand, she sauntered over the car and opened the passenger side door for him, slipping around to slide in behind the wheel. By the time they reached the back roads, just outside the parking lot, they were already doing 30. As they hit the main road, the accelerator was reading 65. Eric was beginning to get nervous, but he wasn't about to let Allie know that. About 15 nerve wracking minutes later, with a flick of the wheel and a touch of the brakes, she screeched to a halt right outside the roadside bar, with a half-burnout sign that had once read Ed's. "'They've got coffee?' asked Eric, dubiously eyeing the roadhouse. "'I'm sorry, but dancing in front of a good crowd like that always gives me this huge adrenaline rush.' Caffeine is probably the last thing I need if I want to go to bed any time before noon. You understand, right? She asked and then walked towards the bar without waiting for a reply. Like an obedient little puppy, Eric trotted right behind her. This was so totally her bar, and he knew it the moment they stepped inside as if all eyes wouldn't be on her already, an extremely attractive blonde in a very revealing dress, but she received just as many warm smiles and greeting nods as predatory, oogling stares when she stepped inside. A couple of bikers at the corner of the bar seemed to be staring at him, but not in a particularly threatening way. He decided that one of them must have read his profile in Forbes and he timidly smiled in their direction. It was a while later when Eric was beginning to get sleepy. Even though he had only been nursing a light beer for some time, while she was just pounding the gin, he was not used to being up this late. "'Can I ask you something, Eric?' slurred Allie. "'I think I'm starting to remember you.' "'Ask away,' he replied." Did you like wearing the panties and all that shit? You and your friends made me, he said crossly. I knew it, she exclaimed. You made a real pretty girl. But I didn't want to be a girl, he pouted. Aw, Eric, she cooed. We loved it, even if you didn't. I actually think we liked it better because you didn't she mused maybe I should take you home pouted Eric oh aren't you having fun anymore smirked Allie I think this was a mistake I'll take you home Eric are you wearing panties tonight asked Allie loud enough for the patrons and nearby tables to hear as Eric got to his feet it felt like forever to Eric as he waited for Owlady to get up from her table. She didn't seem in any particular hurry, but obligingly accommodated her former classmate. Give me the keys, he insisted. You said I could drive, she replied. I let you drive here, he pointed out. Besides, you're drunk. We're on country roads most of the way and I didn't drink that much," she said, opening the car doors and climbing into the driver's seat. Unbelievable, he muttered, but reluctantly climbed into the passenger's side. The drive back was equally fast but uneventful. Eric begrudgingly had to admit that Allie was a very good driver even if she did have a lead foot. He was also surprised when she pulled the car up outside a rather nice house in the better part of town. In fact, Allie's house was only three blocks away from the house where Eric grew up. "'What can I say?' mocked Allie, seeing the expression on his face. "'Dancing pays well. Do you want to come in? "'I'll fix us some breakfast.' "'I better get going. I'm not used to being up until breakfast,' he replied. "'I bet I could keep you up all day,' she whispered seductively, "'pulling him in close and kissing him deeply on the lips. "'Come back here this afternoon about two o'clock, "'and we'll have some fun before the reunion.' "'She turned and walked away without even looking back at him.' he was more confused than he had been in a very long time. He had planned to leave her regretting her past misdeeds and feeling like he was the one who got away. Instead, he found a woman who was doing well enough in her mind that she didn't covet his wealth. And maybe because of their shared background, he discovered he coveted her body in a way that he hadn't previously realized. As he drove away, Allie picked up the phone. She dialed a number that she knew almost as well as her own and waited for Brandy's familiar voice. This was going to be a reunion that they would never forget. She'd see to that. Eric tossed and turned, rolling about the unfamiliar bed. Maybe it was trying to get to sleep when the sun was already up. Or maybe it was his evening with Allie. But Eric could only manage a fitful sleep. He thought back to that ridiculous seashell-shaped bed that Allie and her friends had put into his bedroom in his senior year of high school. They had given him a mermaid-themed room for his senior year, His parents refused to replace it after his little sister had lied and told them he had put it in himself. While he only had to live with it for half a year, he never had gotten used to sleeping in that ridiculous bed. Picking on Allie's sister had started the whole thing, but they had teased and tormented him so much, way beyond what he'd done practically everybody in his class had probably seen him as Ariel at one time or another whether they realized it was Eric or not now was he really going to stop by and see his nemesis before the reunion the first time could be excused as a chance to rub an old enemy's face in his success but now he'd be going voluntarily to her house After a restless three hours of trying to get some sleep, he got up. He didn't really care about what his former classmate thought, but he still wanted to look his best. He showered, shaved, and got dressed before sitting down at his laptop to put in a couple hours of work. You don't get as successful as he had by going offline for an entire weekend. At 1.30, there was no doubt in his mind where he'd be going. He brushed his teeth, pulled himself together, and retraced his step back to Allie's place. Eric noticed that his heart was racing as he rang the doorbell to her house. She took a bit longer than he was expecting to answer, and he impatiently rang the bell a second time before she appeared before him in a pair of short shorts and a tight t-shirt there really showed off her amazing body. She had a pair of sandals with five-inch heels on her feet and with her toned legs looking even more amazing than she had the previous night. Sorry it took me so long to answer, she said warmly. I don't like wearing clothes around the house. That's okay, he gulped. "'Tonight's going to be real fun.' "'You have no idea,' she cooed. "'You look great,' he joked. "'You'll have all the eyes fixed on you if you go dressed like that.' "'I said I didn't like wearing clothes around the house. "'Not that I don't have any,' she giggled. First, though, I've got something to show you.' "'We'll lead the way,' agreed Eric, his confidence returning. "'I've got some friends over.' As she opened the door to her bedroom all of eric's confidence raced away from him with a speed even his car couldn't have matched his face turned a ghostly pallor as the three girls looked up from the old pictures and yearbooks they were busy poring over on her bed to greet him they all had big smiles on their faces not the pleasant smiles of old friends reuniting but the predatory smiles of a lioness, eyeing up a trapped zebra. Hey, Ariel, purred Ashley from the bed. Eric recognized them all. They were Ashley, the tall blonde, Brandy, the Latina hottie, and even Tricia, the striking brunette, all watching him tremble in the doorway. Hello, girls, croaked Eric, It didn't matter how successfully he was or how large his bank account was. He may have been one of the 50 most important people under 30 years old, as stated in the national magazines, but to these girls, he was still Ariel. Their dress-up doll sissy. The last time they had been together had been at one of the graduation parties where they put him in a scandalously sexy dress that belonged to Trisha, and then forced him to make out with a football player from another school. The poor jock never knew, but everybody else at the party did. Eric suddenly wanted to make a mad dash for the door, but Allie was standing right behind him. I think we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, said Allie with just a little too much enthusiasm for Eric's taste. "'Do you mind keeping Eric company while I change?' "'Not at all,' agreed Brandy. "'So,' Eric,' Ashley interjected, "'Allie tells us you're quite successful.' "'Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. "'I'm in computers,' agreed Eric, "'a small measure of his confidence returning.' "'Wow, that's great,' said Ashley. "'I'm in teaching. "'Brandy does real estate. "'And Trish... "'Well, what do you do anyway, Trish?' "'I'm married well,' joked Trish. "'I also do some web design on the side, just to keep busy.' "'So you're all doing well, too. That's great,' said Eric, with a mock sincerity that he realized was just a bit more obvious than he had originally intended. He didn't like the look Brandy gave him. "'Do you still like to dress up as Ariel?' asked Brandy. "'No, I've put that behind me,' insisted Eric." "'Oh, that's such a shame,' cried Trish. "'And you were so good at it.'" "'Hey, remember what great legs she had?' asked Ashley. "'Oh, yeah, and those lips. "'Natural cocksuckers. "'If I ever saw any,' agreed Brandy. "'The guys would act so disgusted that she even turn up at the graduation party in a dress. "'But then they couldn't help spending the evening checking her out,' joked Trish." The laughter of the girls made Eric feel very small and insignificant. He cringed in embarrassment with each new memory, and there were just so many of them. Remember when we tied you up in the girls' locker room in a baby doll and left you for the girls' volleyball team to find? They must have had hours of fun with you, said Brandy. Tying you up was almost as much fun as dressing you. Are we all having fun? asked Allie, returning now looking absolutely breathtaking in a little blue dress. Well, we are, said Trish, but I don't know that Ariel is. I think we might be making her a little nervous with all our memories. Well, let's have a drink. I have some champagne on ice just for the occasion, said Allie. It'll help loosen everybody up. Mmm, champagne, said Ashley excitedly. As they all entered the living room for their drinks, Eric couldn't help but feel they were sizing him up. He purposely didn't grab the glass closest to him, paranoid that they might have drugged one of the glasses. However, a few glasses of champagne and some positive attention from Allie made a lot of Eric's fears fade. After all, he wasn't a nervous teenager anymore. He was a man now and a very powerful man who made employees and competitors tremble with fear. Eric learned a bit more about the private lives of the women. Brandy and Trish were married, as was obvious from their wedding rings, but they weren't taking their husbands with them to the reunion because they thought they would have a much better time without them. When Brandy mentioned that her husband was tied up for the weekend, he couldn't help but think of it in a much kinkier context than she probably intended. Trish, Ashley, and Brandy all went in Trish's car while Eric drove with Allie. Why are we getting here so early, asked Eric. The reunion doesn't even start for another hour. Well, Brandy is on the reunion committee, so she had to get here early to get things set up, and we said we'd help. I hope you don't mind. "'No, not at all,' agreed Eric. "'This place sure looks a lot smaller than it did when we were here,' said Allie. "'Yeah, it all seems tiny now. The parking lot seemed huge when, well, maybe we are just getting bigger. "'No, you were about to say something. What were you going to say?' "'That time when you all put me in mermaid fins and the handcuffs and I had to crawl across the parking lot. "'It seemed massive.' "'Oh, Eric,' sighed Allie, laughing at the image that would forever be etched in their minds, even if they hadn't taken all of those pictures. Trish's car pulled up behind them. The girls were definitely in a rowdy mood tonight, as they hooted and hollered. "'Oh, yeah, back to the old school,' cheered Brandy. "Speaks to yourself. Some of us never left,' said Ashley. "'Oh, my God. Is this where you teach?' Eric asked. "'That's right,' smiled Ashley.' She's now Mrs. Turner, said Allie. I think the boys here now are even more scared of her than you were. If they behave in my class, they have nothing to worry about, winked Ashley. Let's go see your classroom, suggested Brandy. Sure, agreed Ashley. We have time. Ashley used her security code to open the door to the school, and together they made their way through the emptied halls. They can envision their younger selves walking through the familiar hallways, which seem to be filled with the ghost of their old classmates. As they approached Ashley's classroom, Eric stopped in his tracks. "'You're in Mr. Watkins' room?' "'Yeah, I'm in his old room,' she beamed. "'Don't feel bad for Watkins, though. He's the principal now.' "'Oh, wow,' said Eric, slack-jawed. "'Things do change.' "'It has been a decade, you know,' pointed out Allie. Ashley opened up the door to the classroom, and they filed inside taking the student's seat and looking around at the classroom they used to take their classes in. Ashley had obviously added her own touches to the room, but something about it was still inescapably Mr. Watkins. "'Hey, come on up here, Eric. "'Haven't you ever wanted to sit in the teacher's desk?' asked Ashley." Eric ambled up to the front of the room next to Ashley and plopped his butt down on the chair. His attention was drawn to Ashley and barely noticed the other women getting out of their seats. So how does it feel, asked Ashley. It's all right, acknowledged Eric. It's a bit of a... By the time Eric noticed the girls approaching him, he could already feel that Ashley was pushing down on his shoulders, keeping him pinned to the chair. As he tried to wiggle out from her grip, Allie and Brandy were pinning his wrist down to the chair's armrest while Trish began to wrap them up in duct tape. No, not again, cried Eric as Trish secured his right wrist and sat on his lap to render his left wrist equally helpless. She taped his ankles together and to the base of the chair and did the same with his arms before declaring, "All set, ladies." that's one seriously stuck sissy boy you can't do this to me he insisted i beg to differ because evidently we can princess teased brandy laughing at the humiliated captive and tweaking his nose please don't he pleaded i'll pay you i have a lot of money oh please replied Allie. what do we want with your money You were a bitch back in high school, and we found out that you're still pretty much the same bitch now. I'm not. I've changed, pleaded Eric. Not according to the job forums I checked out, said Trish. One former employee rated his tour of duty in Iraq preferable to his time working for you, and your female employees rank you even lower. And your sister says that despite all your wealth, you couldn't be bothered to even send a check when your father had to go in for expensive back surgery. That nearly wiped out your parents' entire savings, added Brandy. Oh, yeah, said Allie. And just you try denying that the only reason you showed up at the club to watch me dance wasn't to try to rub your success in my face. You're a big pompous jackass, and you badly need to refresh your course in humility." and i think we're just the people to give it to him nodded ashley no please he begged i'll scream go right ahead there's nobody here to help you or even hear you said ashley now guess where you get to go said Allie, as he felt brandy and trish begin wheeling the black office chair that he was sitting in down the hall ashley held the door open and soon he was being wheeled into the girls bathroom "'Remember this place?' asked Allie. "'We used to have so much fun in here.' "'Oh, no,' he shook his head, "'a small tear sliding down his right cheek. "'This probably would have been easier "'if you hadn't taped his ankles together,' said Ashley, "'brandishing a large scissors. "'What can I say I like to be thorough?' responded Trish. "'No problem, I guess,' "'Ashley began to cut through the tape binding his ankles, "'but also right through the pants of his expensive suit. "'Not too hairy,' admired ally oh we'll have that peach fuzz off in a jiffy nodded brandy i've got to be downstairs in an hour but princess ariel doesn't have to be at the party for about 90 minutes or so great then we can give her the work said ally holding up a razor and a can of shaving cream let's get her hair and makeup done first suggested trish we'll need to untape him to shave anyway quit calling me her and let me go demanded eric trying to find his inner alpha male the response was simply laughter from the four women listen bitch warned Allie. we're going to do your makeup and you're just going to sit there and cooperate if you don't we'll only make this much worse for you and you know we'll do that don't you eric meekly nodded now behave ordered Allie. i don't want to have to tell you again Oh, I'm always happy to do Ariel's makeup. I think I learned more about application from practicing on her from working on my own face, said Brandy, reaching for foundation and beginning to rub it in her face. Wow, giggled Ashley. That is one pale complexion. I didn't know they made foundation and pasty. Actually, it works for this look, said Brandy. Mermaids don't seem to get a lot of sun, of course. So we can use some bronzer to fix this and she was finally happy with the look of Eric's complexion. Brandy carefully applied primer to his eyelids before putting gold eyeliner and bright green mascara on his lower lashes with white eyeshadow under his brow line. She applied a shimmering lime green on the contour line and an envy green on the lid working some gold eyeliner close to the lash line, specking it here and there. "'You are such an artist, Brandy,' complimented Allie. "'Yeah, that's fantastic,' added Trish. "'Hey, it's what I do,' beamed Brandy, as she expertly curled Eric's natural long eyelashes while applying bright green mascara to them as well. Eric reflexively obeyed every command from blinking while the mascara was applied to looking up to help her do his eyeliner. "'You are looking amazing, Ariel,' gushed Ashley.' Now puck her up, instructed Brandy. She lined his lips and then painted them a bright mauve color. Beautiful, said Trish. Now let's get Sissy shaved. The girls made quick work of Eric's body hair. This wasn't the first time they had denuded him, but it had been a long time. They had to work as a team to position and shave Eric. They had to untape Eric and then retape him to keep him secure and still allow access to the hair on his underarms and other areas. Unfortunately, Eric, you went and cut your hair. We told you not to do that, warned Brandy. That was ten years ago, complained Eric. Yeah, but I'm afraid it's got to go. Brandy held him tight so that Allie could shave his head. He couldn't believe that he was going to have to go back to work with his head shaved. But things were about to get even worse. Trish took an applicator brush and began to rub some sort of foul-smelling syrupy liquid to his head. Ashley and Allie insisted in holding Eric, who was still bound by the duct tape until the glue on his head was set. Another coat was applied for strength, and a long, bright red wig was applied to his head. Now that's the Ariel we've come to know and love, declared Trish, as the glamour-length red wig was styled into place. I think my part is done, so if you guys can handle it from here, I need to get downstairs for the preparations, explained Brandy. Go for it. We've got our little sissy mermaid from here, said Allie. Great. I can't wait to see how it goes at the reunion, agreed Brandy, her voice full of enthusiasm. He taunted Eric by kissing his forehead and then left while the prisoner struggled in his tape bondage. Don't go thinking you've got even the remotest chance to escape. I've been keeping up with my martial arts training since before I even met you. If I need to, I can break you to teach you the point and promise you that I will. But I don't think that will be necessary, reassured Allie. Do you? no no it won't be necessary replied eric good we need to get you dressed now so i'm going to untie you but remember that i can put you in a whole world of pain warned Allie. trish grabbed a pink shopping bag and pulled out a purple satin bikini panty a heavily padded matching strapless bra She strapped a black waist cincher around his waist before she and Ashley attached a pair of expensive sheer stockings to a black garter belt. "'No pantyhose for you today, Sissy, but you do get the nice hose,' teased Allie. "'And just wait until you see the dress.'" Ashley went over to the stalls where a black garment bag had been hanging in advance of Eric's arrival she removed a purple mermaid style evening gown. The dress had a long slit that would go all the way up to his thigh and was designed to show all his curves. It appeared to be strapless, but a translucent material covered with rhinestones went from the top of the dress to his neck. In the rear, the dress was practically backless. The reunion was definitely a dressy affair but this was the type of a gown a woman wore to an inauguration or a pageant. In addition to being in drag, Eric would be overdressed to the point of drawing all attention to himself. He stepped into the silky gown and cooperated as the girls fastened it behind him. Next, the women had Eric step into a pair of sparkling silver sandals with four-inch heels on his feet. Trish placed dangling rhinestone earrings on his ears that matched his dress, and the girls led him back to Ashley's classroom. Allie marveled that he was still as graceful in a pair of heels as ever. The women sat him down in one of the students' desk, and Allie grabbed his left hand in hers. It was manicure and pedicure time, I was thinking, Sissy Ariel, announced Allie, that maybe I should go green to keep up with the mermaid theme. What about eagle pride, suggested Allie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with school spirit, agreed Trish. Okay, school spirit it is, nodded Allie. We'll do purple with rhinestones. With all his nails painted and displaying his love for his alma mater, Ashley very thoroughly drenched him with Versus perfume. You are going to turn some heads. Oh, God, girls, you can't really do this to me. If this gets out, I'll be a laughingstock, pleaded Eric. Then you better make sure that you cooperate, because if I have to drag you down there, wrapped in duct tape, I will, warned Allie. You're bluffing, spat Eric. I
0: hope you like that. So coming up next week, we're going to have Shayla with a Halloween-themed story. And then the following week, we should have several of my narrators doing different short stories with a Halloween theme, Uh, kind of our Halloween spectacular or gosh, I, I hate to say this. I don't want to sound like a 1970s disc jockey morning zoo our spooktacular. And then um, I think we're going to be taking a real brief hiatus. I haven't quite decided yet. I like to take November off for National Novel Writing Month and um to write some non-erotica and i did that last year i took november off the difference is because of covid i didn't want to take time off early in the spring what i normally would have like may and instead i wound up taking off a later month so i like to like do like a month off every 20 25 episodes and we're going to be at about 15 episodes now so i think i'm going to take a month off but then probably come back with, you know, I think I think it'll do me good actually. So, figure two more episodes and then a little brief hiatus. But there's plenty of old audios to listen to, and I hope you'll you'll check out the library. So I will see you next week for a Halloween story. Uh, I think it's called, titled Halloween Humiliation, and it'll be narrated by Shayla. Have a wonderful week, and tune into the podcast next week.